Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Colorado Little League State Championship is being played this week. Tom, I'm standing here with the little sluggers and some of their parents, and I can't tell you how excited they are. This is the Hot Corner. Little Stan March is the pitcher for the South Park Little League team. Mr. March, you must be very proud of your son. They've worked really hard to get here, Chris, and, you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. And- oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver! Not with my son on second base! On the Odyssey app. Oh, looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here. Mr. Marsh, any comment? Well, I think that there's a... uh... Mr. Marsh? Who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh? I am the ultimate Little League trash-talking father. I am the Bat Dad. Bat Dad knows no fear. And 1080. Bat Dad knows no pain. I want you, Marsh. I want you. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corners. Missing the first, you can download that the Les Schwab Tires podcast at tennythefan.com or the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Patrick, yes, I, I just I thought this was America. This is America. I thought this was America. This is America, dude. You know, some nothing, baseball nothing fans. more, nothing more free than shooting somebody that came onto your property. Unintentional. Oh, oh, God, that oh. story's horrible. Oh. Which uh, one? There's like five. <laughs> there, there, I was thinking of the the young nineteen year old girl, but yes. Oh, but, and I was thinking of the, like the seventeen year old boy. Oh, jeez. There you go. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. Yep. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. Joseph Fisher, Patrick Harris, with you. Jordan Schultz on the ones. A groaner to start hour two. Uh, coming up next, we'll get into the reverse boycott and why Joe wants it to fail. Also, fair foul at the bottom of the hour. But we've got a series going on. Uh, I, I think it just ended. I think they played their three games. Angels were in the Bronx playing the Yankees. And, you know, what? what's always interesting, the, the NFL is king, and it doesn't really matter who's playing. There's going to be eyeballs on it. But the NBA is always really tries really hard and is pretty good about putting great matchups on in primetime. And Major League Baseball took the Angels and the Yanks and said, well, let's do it. Let's Shohei, Aaron Judge. And boy, this hasn't disappointed. Yesterday, Shohei Otani goes deep early in the game. Today, Aaron Judge goes deep and then robs a home run from Shohei Otani. And I think what's really what's really great about this is it's baseball. Again, I don't know if it's a world baseball classic thing or if I'm just in a vacuum because I love this sport so much. But here we are in two of the most prolific hitters in baseball go toe-to-toe, and they deliver. Yes, they absolutely do. I mean, like, I texted you today about Aaron Judge. It's like, dude, that first inning is the epitome of why the Yankees re-sign him and give him whatever it is of what they want. It's like, even in, and I know what we're the end of April, Right, this is game twenty, whatever right. in the season, if that, and 
So when you think of it in the grand scheme of things, the first inning of a game against the Angels in April, minimal. Super small sample size, 162 games. It's what we talk about all the time. Don't get over your skis. I mean, we just talked about all these guys. Like, I mean, is Brandon Lau going to continue to be a top 50 player in baseball? I don't know. But there's something about when a dude has the season that Aaron Judge just had and the offseason that he just had of getting paid – and the season that Shohei Otani had and the off season that he just had. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I get it with Shohei and we just shower him all the time, but I took this, especially with today more as just like a, this is and with the C on his chest. Like this dude is the first one since number two. Yeah. This dude is the, uh, the Yankee now, mm-hmm. and he's going to be the legend. He is already a legend. And when he does that in an inning where he robs a home run from maybe, maybe the other best hitter in baseball. In the world, maybe. Yeah, yeah, really. And then he hits a home run. It's just like, dude, see, that's why Yankee fans are like, I don't care what it takes to get him back as a Yankee. Give him what he wants. And that's the style. And I don't, again, like that's how I felt in the offseason. And I feel like it's just like that. This is this is the moment. These are the moments why Yankee fans felt that way. And 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 it also reminded us of Steinbrenner's being Steinbrenner's. Yes, you know the eleventh hour. Aaron Judge is in San Diego talking to the Padres, who are ready to just throw the, throw the absolute world at him. It made me feel like I was in high school again. Yeah, and and Hal and Hank get on the phone and say, "Hey, what does it take? What do you want?" And he says, "I want that." I want that ninth year, and I want the C. They're like, you got it. And that's that's the Steinbrenner family that I grew up with. That's the Steinbrenner family in the late 70s. That's that's them in the 90s. That, And that's the image, that is the perception that you as a Yankee fan are used to. And I think I, we'll see how this contract goes. I, I, I still don't know if this Yankee team is fully built to win a World Series, but... Stat wise, who's the best pitcher in baseball right now? The answer is um, Garrett Cole. Yeah, it's yep. Yeah. The answer is Garrett Cole. He needed a year to figure out how to not cheat with Spider Tack, and now he's figured it out. And maybe the pitch clock is helping him. We've seen it help a lot of other pitchers. This might be that Yankee team that we're kind of used to seeing. I, again, I don't. I don't know if they're going to win a World Series. I don't know if they're really built. I don't love the bullpen. I don't love. Outside of the top four hitters, I don't love everybody after it. I don't love them defensively. I hate their manager. But you're right, Joe. This is why you pay the big bucks. And it's curious because when you flip to the other side of the script, to the other side of the teams playing, this is why Anaheim will fail. Because they won't be able, when Shohei is in Boston or... San Francisco or Seattle or Texas or L.A., wherever he is, Artie Moreno's not getting on the phone and saying, Shohei, what does it take for you to get here? Less money (laughs) and some incentives? Because that's what got judged to stay in New York. I don't think there's anything the Angels can say to Shohei that's like, you know what, you're right, I'm with you. Yeah, and that's the polar opposite of franchises. That's uh, that's kind of where things are seeming to head that way, at least in Southern California. There with Otani and the Angels. I'm, boy, I just, uh, and that that is that's ownership, man. It's like you're right when you said Artie Moreno's name, I was like, <laughs> yeah, 
You're like 100% correct. I know. You start thinking, ooh, the Angels. You're like, no, no. They're in second in the West. They're actually playing better. They they are. They might be okay. And then maybe they can get. And then you say Artie Moreno. Nope. He gone. right horn. He gone. Right. Bummer. I was saying before the season, too, how much I wanted the Angels to be good. And Otani's probably not even going to finish the season with him. Well, and take the Yankees and Angels out of it. One of the best things that you can do and the one of the easiest ways to get your fan bases fired up as a franchise is to pay your star player. You know, what the Mariners already did with Julio Rodriguez, that invigorated the franchise already with their playoff race or playoff run last year. I can't really call it a race, but then deciding to pull the trigger on your most important player in what, 15, 20 years mm-hmm. for the Yankees and Aaron Judge. That's easy and you got to do that to get your franchise's fans just rabid, rabid at the mouth. So that's, <clears throat> I'm glad you mentioned that because I was trying to find the point a bit ago is that, like, with the Yankees, I almost feel like with the Yankee fans, is that no matter what happens in every other at bat that is not an Aaron Judge at bat, whatever he does to help this team, like, almost overrides everything bad that happens outside of him. Yeah. It, uh, like, for the next. For the rest of his contract, they're always going to be like, man, that sucked. At least we got Aaron Judge. And honestly, like that, from a business standpoint, that's going to sell you tickets. If you are the Angels, whether you want to be good, a contender or not, like, dude, it's like I have these two things on my checklist to make money for the next 10 to 15 years. And that is, one, give Mike Trout whatever he wants. Which they did. Give Shohei Otani whatever he wants. If I have those two things, check and check, people will come to this ballpark and be paying to come see these guys play for the next 10 to 15 years. And, hey, I know that will make me money. I don't care about winning World Series. I know that's going to get me paid. If you keep that in mind as Artie Moreno. <laughs> and and to, to Jordan's point, you know, talking about locking up young guys, this all started with Atlanta and Houston. I mean, it really did. Houston locked up Alex Bregman. Atlanta locked up Acuna, Albies, Austin Riley. Winning's boring, though. Why would you want to take less money to win? God. I don't know. Ask Tom. Bad idea. Bad idea, Braves. Ask. What are you, 14-3 and three right now? It's boring. Ronald Acuna is the number two player in, in, uh, statistical, in statistical metrics right now. What, Spencer Strider having a great breakout year with however many uh, strikeouts leading the NL? Cool, One thing dude. the Rays and will shaved, never do. And, and I shaved last night, and my mustache is still not as great as Spencer Strider. No, I don't. <laughs> it's hard to, I mean, i got to think of some other mustaches in the league, but it's hard to be. I've his. done everything in my power because my wife loves my mustache. I've done everything in my power to make sure she does not see Spencer Strider. <laughs> She's like, you know what? You can get rid of that now. I found a new Ten years younger, future Cy Young, millions of dollars, yeah, and I'm out. I found a new stash. And it ain't your stash. Your stash is rotten. Uh, To bring it home, though, I don't know. Just like Otani, I feel like we were impressed with all the time that this was kind of like uh, the moment where I got to give the uh, tip of the cap to Judge for being like, you know what? You bet on yourself, had a career year, you got paid, and you're still balling out. Like, yep. dude. How many how many times can you walk into a Yankees gift shop and buy a jersey of an opposing player? Not often. Not often. You can do it twice. Shohei Otani last year and Shohei Otani <laughs> this year. That says something. All right, when we come back, uh, a little more baseball for you, yeah, the hot corner, 1080 the fan. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Fair and foul coming up here in about 15 minutes, as we always love to get into that. USA-Mexico at half. It's 0 a 0. Um, and I haven't looked, but I'm going to assume the Nuggets are still blowing out Minnesota. I think up 15 at halftime. And this isn't one of those NBA leads. This is like the real deal. Like God, NBA leads. Y'all suck in Minnesota. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Grizzlies Which, won, Bucks crushed. Yeah, so hang around for that. But have you ever... Have you ever hated so hated something so much you've decided to get on board with it to prove a point? <laughs> to, you hate it so much that you're going to give them your money. <laughs> yeah, that you're like, you know, it's it's like uh, it's like the Bud Light thing. Like I hate Bud Light so I think much. That's what they call that I'm going to buy Bud Light and pour it out. And Bud Light's like, thank you. Appreciate yes. that. Yeah, actually, they, they have lost like six billion dollars in their market cap. I, I I will point that out. Everybody's saying, "Oh, people buying Bud Light," and they they have lost a bunch of money off their stock price. Just I think Anheuser Busch is going to be fine. Going to be oh just yeah, they'll, fine. They'll recover just like Southwest Airlines is going to recover from their little tech snafu earlier today yeah. or yesterday. Everything everything's going to be just fine. Corporate entities are pretty much invincible. No, I was going to say giving money to something that you hate. I think that's what they call um, marriage. <laughs> Ouch! I love my wife. Says the single guy. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I, mean, I love no. my wife too, but <laughs> yeah, damn. exactly. Uh, as as our eyes here on Portland are ready for an expansion team, we have to look, and we know Major League Baseball kind of says, you know, well, there's some things we have to figure out before we can really talk extension, expansion. Got to figure out the Rays situation. Got to figure out the A's situation, and that's where our conversation lies here. So, us in Portland, we should be keeping a heavy eye on what's going on in Oakland. Simply because, not because we might get the A's, but because if there's an expansion team, or if the A's fold, or if they move, or whatever, if there's an expansion team, they're going to add two. One's going to be in the East, and one's going to be in the West. How they figured out National League, American League, not important. So we, here in Portland, need to focus on the West. Currently, right now, the Oakland Athletics might be one of the most dumpster fire franchises in all of pro sports. And that is only because Dan Snyder is getting out of Washington. Yeah. Yes. um... That kind of might be the only thing we got possums living in the walls. We got sewage in the dugouts. Fans don't want to go except there is now a date, the reverse boycott in Oakland. Yeah. And, uh, on the surface, this does sound fantastic. It sounds great. Do you have the details in it for it in front of you? Uh, I don't remember the date, but what it is is basically 
There's a guy in Oakland that is getting everyone together. Season ticket holder. Season ticket holder to try and fill slash sell out the Coliseum as much as possible. Yeah. To prove to Major League Baseball that it has nothing to do with the fans. Correct. That it has everything to do with the facility and the product on the field. They're doing one last-ditch effort to try and show Major League Baseball that Oakland deserves to be a franchise. And I believe they're doing it on, like, a Tuesday against the Rays. Which proves that point. Yeah. Which proves that point. It's a Tuesday. Here's a game that nobody was going to show up to anyways, but we're going to show up in mass to show you that it's like, hey, we're here. We're, We're ready to show up to the games whenever you're ready to put out a product that is consumable. Right. You're talking about a stadium. We've already mentioned the possum and the sewage. I mean, the possum's cute. Possum's I mean, that's, well, that's, no on. possum is cute, but the, the concept is cute. I mean, they don't even, what's their, ma- oh, well, they do have an elephant as their mascot. That actually is kind that of That is cool. the sweetest thing in the world, and they that should bring that cute. back without a doubt. Well, and, they when they go, just, and when they go to Vegas, they should, all their jerseys should have elephants on them. They should probably just replace it with a possum, Circus? with a possum while they're still in Oakland. And then when they go to uh, Las Vegas, they can change it back. An elephant? Standing on a baseball in Vegas? That yeah. looks like a circus. Uh, it sounds like a circus-circus partnership is in line. Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Come on now. It's on the wall. But I've my question is, is to you, my fellow baseball diehards. If you live in Oakland and you're a diehard A's fan, are you on board with this? Are you <laughs> going to the game? Yeah, let's stick it to them. Because Bye. there's a lot of stories coming out that it's like if you Give sit me the in the out, if you sit in the outfield, you have to walk to like home plate to get a beer. No, you just stop. and it's and it's 65 people deep because they don't employ concessions because nobody goes to the game. When was the last time you saw the upper deck not tarped off? Ooh, good oh, that's question. It's a good point. And nobody talks during about- a Raiders game. Mm, maybe, maybe <laughs> not that point. Even not at that <laughs> like point. A decade ago, God. Like, wow. if you are in Oakland, would you go to this game? You're a diehard A's fan, okay? Yeah. Joe, your favorite A's player of all time is Eric Chavez. All right, or Tim Hudson. Tim Dude. Hudson might be my favorite. A's I mean, player. I I loved Barry. You Zito. had Barry Zito's jersey when he won a Cy Young. All right. I mean, who you're, wasn't a Conseco fan? Your your dad is a Dennis Eckersley guy. All right, or or your dad, if, depending on your age range, your dad is like, yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched Reggie Jackson play for us. I love the Bash Brothers. And then we weren't very good, and then we got Ricky. And then we got the Bash Bros. And then we got Tejada and Chavez. And then we got Chapman and Josh Donaldson and all these great players that have come through. How have the A's not won a World Series? Well, they did in the late 80s. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, recently, though, with... I mean, since then, basically. Well, they ran into the Yankees. <laughs> it's kind of what a lot of it was. And then steroids, and they just fell off the face. Exactly. Of Why didn't the A's win a World <laughs> Series? <laughs> but, I mean, if you're that guy, if you're that guy that, that loves these players, you're a Matt Olson, a Sean Murphy guy, Sean yes, Manea. I'm showing up to this game. To Are you going to, to this game? Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I totally get the standpoint. Now, as a petty Portlander that wants their own team, I hope it goes terribly and doesn't work out at, out at all. Because the last thing I want to happen is for Oakland to stay in Oakland 
Because then they're like, well, we need a new expansion team. Where is it going to go? Well, it needs to be on the West Coast. Vegas is looking like a you know better option probably in the eyes of the MLB versus Portland. I don't know what the situation is in that city as far as group, politicians, stadium, whatever the, it is. Um, you know, I know we were talking about Salt Lake City last week, but their kind of situation seems a little bit more... Um, loftier than it actually yeah, is. They, once you get in the nitty-gritty, it's it's actually not very well put together. Yeah, so that's where it's like, I want, I want Oakland gone out of the picture altogether because then that just eliminates essentially a West Coast team that will have an MLB team. Mm-hmm. And the only way that Oakland's going to have that is if they keep the A's. And then, yeah, I just feel like Vegas right now is, I feel like, Baseball and MLB is licking their chops trying to get Vegas a team. Well, yeah, they want to. They want to beat. They want to beat the NBA. Yeah, they so, want to get there before the NBA. So whether because the NBA is going, whether it's getting Oakland there or giving them the expansion, I think that's where their eyes are and heart are set. So uh, on a side note, I think if I was an Oakland A's fan, I don't think I would go. And I think it's because what are the repercussions if this quote unquote doesn't work? Not that it's gonna work. I mean, they can prove baseball all they want. Baseball is going to look at other stuff. Remember, nobody hates baseball more than baseball. I, if, if the A's move to Vegas, it's still the same owner yeah, who won't do anything for you. So now you just have a sexy version of bad money ball uh, because you can get wasted on the strip and gamble on it. Yeah, I guess, yeah, saving money in Vegas don't really match up now, do they? Yeah, yeah. The so a theory behind, like, how the Oakland A's have built their team over there out of being smart with their money in, yeah, the, and having that in Vegas. Yeah, The doesn't owner match. doesn't want to pay for a new stadium. The city <laughs> doesn't want to pay for a new stadium. But if you move the, the team, it's still just the same dude running it. Well, do you sell it to move it? Does MLB say, no, you're done? I mean, they could step in and... It's yeah, but to them yeah, but I'm 37 years old, and I've only ever seen one owner be told he has to sell a team of the four major sports. Yeah, and that was uh, and and, and Sterling. And, and if I look at my other yeah. my other ancillary sports, the only number two is Roman Abramovich, who owned Chelsea, who he had to sell it because he was wanted in Europe because he's a Russian that colluded with Putin to help take over Ukraine. Oh, so got- he had to get forced out. But you're telling me in the 37 years of my life, the two I've seen have been in the last five years? They don't really do this. Remember, commissioners are hired to protect owners. Now, Marge Schott was close to getting pushed out in, like, what, late 80s, early 90s? Right, but didn't. She just died. Fair. You know, Maybe that's like, why she didn't. They're you like, know, ah, like, just let her die. Like Daniel Snyder didn't get pushed <laughs> out. You know, all these guys that have these terrible track records. But the NBA stepped in to buy the Charlotte Hornets for it when they were in trouble, when they couldn't find a buyer, when they were trying to improve the entire league True. and situation. So I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying it's not out of the realm, right? It. it I don't know. It's not going to happen, but it's possible. Well. Screw this boycott. I hope I mean, it I'm, doesn't work. I, I have the MLB package, so I'm going to watch this game. I wouldn't go if it took me that long to walk around and get a beer. The I last the last no time way. I saw an Oakland A's game that had a ton of fans, uh, Jeremy Giambi was on the team. Oh, rest in peace, Jeremy. Damn. Jeremy. Well, steroids are a hell of a drug. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I also feel like, yeah, good for them. And then when it like the game actually starts and they're in the stadium and it's full, I, I also feel like right at that point you're kind of just like, so do you 
are you guys leaving? Like, you're going to stay and watch the game? Like, uh, it sounds a lot cooler, I think, than it actually is in action. Yeah. Yeah. Like, quite honestly, it's like, yeah, we're going to show up and be there, and then we're going to show you that we can support the team. And it's like, yeah, and I guess that will make the owners jealous, but then they'll wipe their tears away with a couple hundred dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and and to that point, JR texts in right now, 503-864-6326, with the same kind of idea. I've attended A's games in the past as far back as the early 2000s. The stadium and concessions have always been horrible, but the fans have always been rabid yeah. and deserve better than the post Billy Bean exodus that's coming. And he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. The city of Oakland ha- are diehard A's fans. The A's are one of the oldest franchises in Major League Baseball, from Philly to Kansas City to Oakland. And I'm sorry, but in today's sports world, that probably doesn't matter. I don't care if the stadium sucks or if it's in a bad part of town. If you can't get people in, it's time to go. Yeah, it, it is unfortunate for Oakland because I... Um... Yeah, I agree with you. I think that Oakland A's fans are insane, rabid, very passionate fans. 70s were huge for Oakland. I I think that that city and that ownership. The late 90s, 2000s were huge for Oakland. If if Portland didn't have a small chance at anything MLB-wise, then deep down I'm like, yeah, this sucks for Oakland. Like, this sucks for the team and the fans. Like, show me the money. I I want in. But (laughs) as soon as you put Portland into the equation, it's like, well, yeah, let's uh, get that team the hell out of there, please. All right, when we come back, we will do fair or foul. Everybody's favorite. That is next. This is the Hot Corner. But first, my man Jordan with sports. Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, this is everybody's favorite segment, Fair or Foul. Mexico up. They just scored a goal here in the 55th minute, but we're not worried about that. Without further ado, turn it over to our fearless leader, Jordan Schultz. That's no bueno. Thanks, gents. What, what, me no bueno? No, or? the soccer stuff. He told me in the break it was you. Well, to oh, you well, also, I mean, I'm sure you say soccer is just no bueno in general. I'm not the hugest soccer guy, Chance. I apologize, so Sorry. I'm not no bueno. I, I'm not bueno, for sure. All right. At least with you guys. <laughs> I'm not no bueno. There's anyway, only six billion days. people that watch it. Oh, boy. Do. Yeah. I know. No, don't. Let's, let's just, all right, let's all right, not We'll even. get into that debate another time. Let's I got, not even. He's got a lot to learn. Got four <laughs> bang-up stories. Four bang-up stories for Fair or Foul tonight. First one was kind of on my mind all weekend, and then into today even funnier with the Max Scherzer story so the MLB's crackdown on pitchers using sticky substances is getting ridiculous fair or foul the MLB's crackdown on pitchers using uh, sticky substances is getting ridiculous of course Rocco Baldelli manager of the Twins was pissed when Diego Herman did not get tossed after being asked to wash his hands then Max Scherzer was tossed after washing his hands guys what do we think uh I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say foul, and this is weird for me because I'm the old school guy that says get off my lawn. I think this takes a little bit of time. Uh, I think you know we're only in our second year of dealing with this. Pitchers are trying to figure it out. So the pitchers that have been using the spider tack, Garrett Cole, for example, I think there's a lot of argument. Shane Bieber was a big part of this in his Cy Young campaign, and you know I love Biebs. Uh I, I think just like pitchers are adjusting, they're trying to find how to still get that edge. 
and baseball is trying to figure out how to regulate it. Now, comparing Rocco versus Scherzer, yeah, they seem like a massive discrepancy, but I also think we're in year two. We've seen Machado lose his S about the pitch clock. We've seen other guys lose their S about the pitch clock. Um, You know, Cody Bellinger got a strike because... Dodger Stadium <laughs> gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> like, I think we're still kind of learning a little uh, bit. So, at this point, I will say foul. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go ahead and agree with Patrick just because, for now, yeah, I just want to keep the not overreact too much. I, I do think the Max Scherzer thing is unfortunate. I'd love to hear explanations. See, that's the thing we don't get in baseball that we get in NBA now. Well, I, or the two-minute report. I would love that in baseball. Yeah, and that's where I think that, uh, again, goes to case by case. Like the Max Scherzer thing, he's probably going to appeal, and they're going to have to explain themselves and all that, and then some of them are going to be a closed-shut case, like, dude's, dude's using something here. Yeah, you dude, know? that is pine tar on uh, Pineda's neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that is clearly pine tar. Yeah, it's uh, tanning lotion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when Necro throws his arms up and the and the nail file flies out. Oh, what's out. that? Oh, oh, what's that? Oopsie. When Bonds goes to left field and there's a giant syringe. Yeah, oopsies. Yeah, so I'm going to go foul until like I start seeing it just like becoming a ongoing thing where multiple dudes are getting tossed and it's very iffy. And I think Scherzer's reaction backs this up yeah. because he didn't lose his S like we normally think he would. I mean, he did. He did, but, to an ex- but, not, but not in the max way. Yeah, he was at a 65, maybe. Yeah, yeah not which, 100. Which sure. is still like 200% more than me. <laughs> Talking Major League Baseball uh, athletes or any athlete in general freaking out. I think that's like a 9 or a 10 uh, compared to you guys uh, or me. Um, all right, next up, I like this one, too. was thinking with all of the high batting averages, all of the offensive numbers kind of peaking up this year because the shifts have gone away in Major League Baseball. Fair or foul, a player will hit 400 this season. Fair or foul, a player will hit 400 this season. We've got two so far right now, Luis Arise and Matt Chapman hitting over 400. Last player, of course, to hit 400 back in the day, Ted Williams, 406 for the Red Sox in 1941. A couple of guys have come after sort of close. a tour of World War II. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Guys uh, that came close, Tony Gwynn, Ichiro uh, George Brett. Suzuki, George yeah. Brett. Brett was, I think, at 390 at one point in the Ooh. 80s. So there's just a couple of guys that have come sort of close, but about 390 has been all we've gotten. Fair or foul, a player will hit 400 this year. Foul. I'm I am not there yet. Um, I feel... It's hard to think that we're ever going to see that again. I just, it's, when's the last time we've seen a dude finish the season batting 360, 350? I mean, it's like, that is rarefied. I mean, Ted Williams is, come on. Yeah, I think Tim Anderson won a batting title a few years ago, batting like 355. Um, But he doesn't doesn't have a lot of power, so it kind of went under the radar. I think, you know, I, I do believe guys like Cody Bellinger and Brandon Lau and Joey Gallo, these are guys that are going to benefit from no shift. But we've seen the game change and change and strategies move over the decades and centuries this game's been around. And you're telling me the last guy to do it was, what, 1941? Yep. You know, like... There weren't really shifts in 98 when Tony Gwynn hit 394. Like, true. You know, when, when Ichiro is 
got almost 300 hits in a season, and he's batting 381. There weren't really shifts then. I, I, I think the change in the game is helping average players be better. The top of the top is still the top of the top. You know, Arreyes won the batting title last year. He can bat 400 right now all he wants, but you call call me in mid-July. You know, call me in early August. You know, let me know what that pennant stretch is like when the Marlins are out and he's not caring about going to the plate. Yeah, it, it's got to be foul. I want it to happen. I do think that somebody will. I don't think this is 500 wins Cy Young. You know, I don't think it's anything like that, but not now. We're, we're, baseball's just not there yet. All right. Number if I three. had to guess, though, it would be Mookie Betts. Ooh. Yeah, see, I feel like Ichiro had a really good shot to do it, but I don't know. Shift's gone, so maybe. All right, third one up out of four. Uh, last one will just be a quick one because I had to sneak a Mariner story in on you. But uh, here's the third fair foul. Chicago Cubs third baseman. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the show. You can go podcast it. Patrick Wisdom. Cubs third baseman Patrick Wisdom will end up being the best MLB third baseman in 2023. Check this out, guys. He's hit 61 home runs since 2021. He's batting 280 so far this year, flying under the radar. We were just talking about Matt Chapman. 61? Set since 2021. He has hit 61 homers. He's hit eight so far this year, and he hit 25 and 21. Crazy, crazy numbers for somebody that no one expects to hit diddly. And from a Bears farmhand, by the way. Yeah, I'll start with this. I think Wisdom came, when, when he came up with the Cubs, I think he was kind of looked at as kind of the start of the massive rebuild from the World Series team to Theo's, you know, exit. Uh, and all that. I'm really surprised to hear those numbers. Uh, that That's awesome. As far as the best third baseman in baseball, uh, I, I, I can't agree with this as much as I will root for him simply because I think Nolan Arenado's got a lot to say, friend of the show, and uh, the most underrated player in baseball, in my opinion, plays third base, and that's Jose Ramirez. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just think... And Matt Chapman is the better third baseman than him right now. But Chapman's not been super consistent over the last two years, like Wisdom has shown. Um, I I just think Nolan Arenado is a platinum gold glove winner multiple times. He will go down as the greatest third baseman ever. And I think Jose Ramirez finishes top five MVP of every year and is eventually going to get one. Yeah, I... uh, James Harden rule. It's your turn. It's well, and we just also uh, we were talking about Matt Chapman earlier, right? He's having a great year, so and he's on a and, he, and he's on a better team, you know. So his RBIs are going to be up, you know. Pitchers are not going to want pitchers are going to pitch to him because they don't want to pitch to Vladdy and Bichette and you know run down the line Springer and all those guys. I'm going to go foul as well, oh, man. I'm rooting because for the, the him, question though. is: by the end of this year, will he be the best third baseman? And yeah, at the dish, I could see him finishing. Like have the best season, sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you look at obviously you said Arenado, Matt Chapman's having a great year. I mean, Rafael Devers is having a great not, year. Yeah, he makes like four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go foul as well, but yeah, there's definitely a, a world I could see him finishing with some of the best batting stats of uh, the third baseman. But what? It, but what is fair is the Cubs are worth watching now. Yeah. Sneaky good Swanson, Cubs. Wisdom, Cody Bellinger. Bellinger, a lot of hitters. 
Yeah, they got some hitters on that team. Ian Happ. Let's not forget, Ian Happ is a major league player. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, just got a contract. Yeah, like this team's got guys. This team's got guys. All Didn't right, I say they were going to be sneaky this you year? You did say they were going to be sneaky. Joe Fish. Did you put some money down on them to win uh, the NL Central there? No, because if I did, then they would have had a terrible <laughs> season and would have sucked. And That's how betting works. All right, guys, quick uh, finish to fair foul. We're three for three on the fouls today. I love it. Got to sneak a Mariner's story in this year. Their DH position has been absolutely terrible. Tommy LaStella got the first RBI for the DH position oh all season for the Mariners, either yesterday or in today's game. It's been horrible. So, they had a new kid come up in place of Sam Haggerty, injured uh, because of a concussion. Jose Caballero, this kid, walks around. It's on today. Yeah, he walks around the field with the swagger of Juan Soto. So, they need some offensive help. They need some attitude. Jose Caballero will be on the Mariners roster longer than Tommy Listella. Fair or foul? I mean, I'll say fair. As as far as who's playing DH, I'll say foul because the Mariners are going to go find somebody at the deadline. Carlos Santana's available again. Nelson Cruz will be available. And I don't mean just ex-Mariners. I just mean, like, there are guys that are DHs that are going to be available. I mean, you're not going to go get a Giancarlo, not that you want to, because he's made of glass. Give me fair, because the fact that if that dude has been playing DH this long already in the season and hadn't gotten an RBI... Uh, Signed him to be a backup outfielder to, or backup at, infielder. As excuse a me. DH, then yeah, yeah. Or, or 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 the Mariners go get a, a first baseman that's disgruntled somewhere, and Ty France becomes your DH. You know, I, I think the Mariners. I think that's what's really tricky about the Mariners and why they're in such a great position is they have so many options. They have so many options anywhere. You can rest Kelnick for a day. You can rest. Oscar for a day. You can rest Julio for a day and still put him in the DH. France for a day. Like, that's why I think the Mariners are so dangerous. And that's why I think that's a tough, tough question to say, a, a tough answer to say either one of those guys is the answer. Like, I'm, I'm double downing on the foul. I don't think it's going to be either of those guys. Double, double foul? You can't triple, st- a triple stamp a double stamp. Triple right? dog dare you foul. But I just did. Um, I like the uh, the second guy's name more. Also, so Listella he, instead he, of Caballero. No, I no. like Caballero. Caballero. Oh, you like yeah, Caballero? Sure. Okay, for sure. Los no, you go, go go watch his highlights. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's yes, where... the three Caballeros. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. come on, let's go, let's go. Yep. All right, when we come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. The hot corner today. The fan. Love baseball? So do these guys. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan. So I'm here to eat words as Minnesota's up 83-80 to with a minute and a half left in the third over Denver. Yikes. Uh, I really thought this game would not be the NBA, but uh, here I am wrong. Mexico still up 1-0 in the 72nd over USA. Sports. Yeah, that's what I got, guys. I just um, hate the teams in the NBA can't play defense for four-minute stretches. Makes well, no sense to me. So I, I, I listen to the boys a lot in the morning. Dirt and Sprague that you can catch right here every Monday through Friday from 6 to 9. Well, rest in, rest in peace, Sprague. Is rest in peace. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. I didn't okay. listen this morning because I was uh, doing some music stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they, they're talking about, you know, we're going to go off tangent because nobody's listening anyway, so who cares. But, like, you talk about how... 
seven-game series in the first round is awful. We all know this, right? But then Memphis, with or without Jaw, is a better team than L.A. Series is tied 1-1. Uh, yeah. And then you have the Bucks, Minnesota, Denver. Denver is better than Minnesota in every aspect. And here we are in a tie game. Well, in the Bucks, they lose game one with Giannis, crush Miami in game two without Giannis. Yeah. Like what? That is why this works, because it has now enabled the players. The Lakers go into Memphis tonight and go, we can lose. Who cares? Let's try, see if we can steal it. But there's eight minutes left in the fourth, and we ain't got a chance. Mail it in. <laughs> see you in LA. Mail it in, I'm out. All right, that'll do it for Speaking us. Speaking of mailing it in. Yeah, yeah, we just did we that real quick. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week, as we always are, with some awesome more baseball stuff. And who knows, we might talk some other things, too. That'll do it for us. For Joseph Fisher, Jordan Schultz on the ones and twos, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do.